Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever it might be. It's me, your buddy, Junkman, live here at Orange County Sound Studios for another, in Anaheim, California, that is, for another exciting episode of Junkman Radio. Glad you could make it. Man, what a day. It's uh, it's gorgeous outside, as always, here in Southern California. Again, I'm in a room with no windows to enjoy it, but which brings us to the point of the show taking you to another place, taking you to a, a spot where music is all that matters. Rock music in this case, because I got a lot of different kinds of rock, because that's what I love, and I hope you do too. So let's uh, let's get rocking, shall we? If you got something to eat, or if you might be eating and you're doing this, or driving, or on your boat, or um, snowplow, or whatever you might be. Uh, just, you know, keep your beverage of choice uh, close by and make sure you don't have too many of those. You know, you don't want to numb the senses too much. So lots of great music coming out and has come out in the year 2020. There's been all kinds of bullshit coming out as well, you know. But, uh, hey, the music has been our savior. And so let's get rocking, shall we? Started out with some new stuff from my good friend Mitch Perry, former visitor to the Junk Band Radio Show. And his fabulous new record, which is entitled Music Box. This is St. Valentine from Mitch Perry. Starting off the Junk Man Radio Show. Let's rock it, baby. Oh, 
hello, hello. I hope you like the show. Junkman Radio. Yeah, baby. That, my friends, uh, the band talk show. With a, man, smoking, smoking tune called uh, Hello, Hello. That I'm giving it its just due right here at Junkman Radio, which I do with a lot of tunes that I just think you need. <laughs> you definitely need. Uh, for those in the know, Talk Show was a band that uh, came out, oh, I don't know, 1997. And it's basically the Stone Temple Pilots with a gentleman by the name of Dave Coots from the band called the Ten Inch Men who took the spot of Scott Weiland, who was working on solo material and he was addicted to drugs and he just couldn't be counted on to make a Stone Temple Pilots record. So they went out and got Dave Coots. Changed the name of the band around and played some killer music. But that one, I mean, that song just sticks out. Just a just a great song. And I've said it before. I wish Stone Temple Pilots would redo that now that they have a solid new singer in Jeff Gutt. I wish they would redo that one and just bring it out again because it's just a cool song. And I try to play it as much as I can just because, you know, I've had people tell me, wow, that song is just killer. And I've never heard of it before. And I'm just, you know... That band just, you know, they put out one record and that was it. You never heard from them again, you know, because Wyland came back in the band and blah, 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 blah. They're Stone Temple Pilots again. Then he's out of the band and blah, 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 blah. You know, there was a lot of drama going on with that guy, unfortunately. Great guy. Got to meet him a couple of times. Nice dude. But just he couldn't stay out of the bag, you know. And, uh, you know, old story in rock and roll, right? But anyway, there's the backstory of that band and that song. <laughs> Took up a little time on that, but hey, it's my show. I can do it as long as I want. I'm that record store geek. I'm the DJ. I'm the guy that knows way too much information about this stuff, you know? I mean, it's what I do, and that's what Junkman Radio is all about, bringing you the stuff that I just think you need to know, you know? And laying it on your asses. All right, started this set out brand new from Mitch Perry. Such a great record that came out this year. It's called uh, Music Box. That song called St. Valentine's. It's got that real 70s boogie feeling. Man, I just love it. The piano just rocks that song. And, of course, Mitch on, on guitar. It just it kills. The Eagles. You know what? I was thinking about slide guitar on the way over to the studio today. And I just thought, you know, get some Don Felder, vintage Don Felder slide guitar going with uh, Good Day in Hell from the On the Border album from the Eagles, 1974. Wow, that's uh, that's a ways back, but uh, just a great song. I love it. One of my favorite Eagles songs, and there are many. You know, they're back too. They've uh, they've got a new record with a new configuration of the Eagles. You know, you, you can't afford to go see them live, so they put out a live record at the Forum in Los Angeles that they did uh, maybe a year or so ago, maybe longer. Who knows? But I got a feeling that that the Forum in Los Angeles, speaking of which, is not going to be around very long because it's been bought by the owner of the Los Angeles Clippers basketball team who wants to put up a new arena. So I'm thinking that place may be a parking lot soon. Just thinking ahead, you know. All right, the band I'm all about, another band I'm all about, um, Dirty Honey followed the Eagles. And When I'm Gone, that's the song that put them on the map, went to number one on the rock radio charts, and they were an unsigned band. How about that, huh? Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> pretty freaking cool. Great bunch of guys. Had uh, They've been on the show before. We've talked about them a million times. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, if you don't know about Dirty Honey right now and you like rock and roll, 
Well, I suggest you get on your ass and go over and get uh, their music from their EP because that's all that's available right now. It's basically the EP. So there's five songs you need to have. Tesla did their version of the old James Gang hit "Walk Away" from their "Real to Real" record of night of 2007. Wow, can't believe it's been that long. And they did a just a bang up word for word cover album of man they had a bonus record which was hard to find and uh they had about 28 songs or 30 songs during those sessions and they were just all great songs and killer versions of them by uh by tesla but i love that one man walk away has always been one of my faves and they just did a great job on that so laid that on you uh the lovely sheree curry oh yes sheree has really been a busy girl and uh the record that they put out this year that she put out this year, which was recorded quite a while back with our good friend Matt Sorum and others. But uh, the, uh, a tribute to Sandy West, the late drummer for the Runaways, song called Queens of Noise. And just yeah, she got an all-star group hanging out with her and singing with her on that one, and I just love it, man. It just sounds so good. And then again, finished up the set with Talk Show. Hello, hello. Anyway, hope you're having a good time. Listen to the show because, man, I got a lot of rock, rock and roll to lay on you, baby. So much to choose from. So, you know, I try to keep current because there's so much new music on that I want to turn you on to. But then again, you know, I want to find the tasty others that'll do that. But uh, a band that I've been really, really excited about. Some good friends of mine from Columbus, Ohio. A band called South of Eden. And they got a new EP out that I think you're going to love. This one's the title track. It's called The Talk. The latest from South of Eden on Junk Band Radio. i 
Junkman Radio. That a great song. That, my friends, is Black Swan and Big Disaster. Great band featuring Robin McCauley on vocals and, uh, man, Matt Starr on the drums and Jeff Pilson on the bass, Reb Beach on the guitar. You know, guys from that have played a lot of music with other people got together and just did this outstanding record. But, uh, yeah, the name of that one, Big Disaster. <laughs> you can apply that wherever you want to these days, apparently, right? <laughs> but Robin McCauley's vocals, man, just sound great on that, don't they? Man, unbelievable. Started that set out with new stuff, again, for my friends uh, south of Eden. Killer band from Columbus, Ohio. That just, man, these kids get up there, and they know how to rock. Looking forward to a lot more music of them. I know they just came out with an acoustic or uh, uh, EP to go along with their electric EP. So that's the way it's done these days. You know, 2020 has been weird. People putting out EPs instead of full releases. It's interesting. Lots of bands that are doing that, you know, put out like one song at a time or an EP, you know? Hmm. Interesting. 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 I'm sure down the road, uh, all the vinyl collectors are all going to be going nuts because they have to have every single pressing. I got a friend of mine that's like I used to be. I used to, you know, I was a collector of vinyl for years, and I would have to buy every release that they would ha- they would come out with. You know, even if it had the same songs, the fact that you know something was different, like the vinyl color was different, or the you know some some in the packaging or whatever, <laughs> I had to give that up, man. I had to go cold turkey on that and just stop. <laughs> I played Pearl. That was a killer band. I missed them. They were awesome. That features Pearl a day on the vocals. Pearl, uh, the wife of uh, Anthrax's Scott Ian, who's also playing guitar on that record. And uh, Pearl just rocks, man. Her dad is Meatloaf, you know. So, you know, the family uh, the family talent flows with that band. But, yeah, they were great. They were a band. I watched them play a few shows in Los Angeles and then just kind of, you know, kind of went other ways, you know. But, uh, you know, my best to Pearl and Scott because they're – Having a good time together. And, um, man, I tell you, great music. Uh, Van Halen. Yes, we have to say the late Eddie Van Halen on guitar, unfortunately. And I just, it's going to take a long time till I'm used to that. But from the Diver Down album, Hang 'em High. I've been watching so many tributes online about to, to Edward Van Halen. It's great. I've got. A lot of them myself that I've been writing and thinking about and just, you know, took a lot of pictures of the band over the years and uh, talked to one of their best photographers this morning, Niels Lozauer, which was interesting, too. I really didn't get to talk to him too much about Van Halen, but I'm going to go up and see him pretty soon and maybe he could tell me some stories that I could use on the show or up here, here with us, you know. Anyway, um, yeah, you know, just... He's gone. He's not around anymore. We're not, you know. I'm sure we're going to be hearing lots of music. Hopefully somebody like his son will be raiding the vaults at 5150 and uh, coming out with some quality material because he had a lot, a whole bunch. But Hang em High from the Diver Down record, 1982. Saw that tour, my first show in California as a resident here. On my birthday, at the Forum, Van Halen, in all their glory, blew my mind. Another band that, uh, well, I saw them a long time ago in the 70s, maybe 79. 
band called New England. Yeah, and their one big hit, Don't Ever Want to Lose You, produced by Kisses Paul Stanley. How about that? There's some tidbit O information. My friend Lenny loves that band. He's all about them, man. He's had them play in his driveway before. They're still around in, you know, a few of the members get together and they play. They play shows at my friend's house. So it's kind of cool. But uh, yeah, I, I remember seeing those guys open up for somebody in, when I was living in Connecticut at this great concert area called the Pinecrest Country Club that doesn't exist anymore. I think there's housing on the, on the land right now. But it used to be this great big country club where they would throw concerts out on this great big field. You know, and there was all general admission. There was trees around and people hanging in the trees even, you know. But there was a big bar and a pool and all kinds of things, man. But they put on great shows. I remember seeing New England there around 1979. So, very cool. Uh, and then finished up that set with Black Swan. Well, lots of information from your pal here, Junkman. And we're going to continue on with that because I just love to not only talk about but listen to new music, and uh, we got new stuff here. Wow, this one's going to blow your mind. Brand new from Armored Saint. That's right, the record is called Punching the Sky. This is one of the best songs I've heard all year. That's right. It's called The End of the Attention Span. And uh, I think you're going to love it. It's actually End of the Attention, no the, but End of the Attention Span. This is brand new from Punching the Sky, Armored Saint on Junk Band Radio.
Junk Band Radio, isn't that great? Thank you, Ringo. <laughs> right in the end of that song. I love it, man. That's the Empty Hearts. Uh, another one of those all-star bands featuring um, members of the Romantics and Elliot Easton from The Cars. And, man, and then um, Clem Burke, who actually doesn't play drums on that. It's Ringo Starr. That's right, Ringo. Thank you, Ringo, as it says in the... Uh, fade out on that but uh yeah the empty hearts uh new from them remember days like these now Ringo man tell you he's all over the place the song I played before that he's on that as well which is brand new from Steve Lukather one of the greatest guitar players I've ever seen nice guy even his son is an awesome guitar player Trevor he's just killer but yeah Steve has a uh has a new solo record out, and that's a track from it. It's called Run To Me. It features Joseph Williams, his partner in the band Toto, and Ringo is playing drums. How about that? Run To Me. <laughs> Toto announced that they got a new lineup. They got some new members of the band, including Joseph and Steve, and they're going to be um, hopefully doing some touring, which would be nice once everything opens up again. But... uh Always good to see Luke out there doing what he does best. Man, I tell you, you talk about a guy that has played on a million different records and just has more skills than most of the guitar players that I've ever seen. He's uh, he's definitely the hot one in, uh, in Los Angeles and has been for quite some time. He can do things with the guitar that I've never seen before and Continues to be just a cool guy. He can sing good, too, as that song will tell you. Run to Me was the name of that. Uh, he also sings. Uh, Joseph Williams from Toto was also helping out with the vocals on that, too. So, All right, I started that set out with Armored Saint. And they're brand new and end of the attention span. Isn't that a great one? Jesus, those guys are so good. And that's from their latest LP entitled uh, Punching the Sky. Looking to hear a lot more music uh, from Armored Saint. And please, please, let's open this up soon. Let's go see some live music. Please. <laughs> I had uh, Metallica before, uh, after that with Atlas Rise. One of my favorite of the later Metallica uh, products. I really like uh, Metallica, everything they do, you know, everything. I don't care. A lot of people, eh, they sucked after the third album. It's not this song. You know what? Baloney, dude. Great music has come out in the last couple of years from Metallica. And I was looking forward to seeing them. They were going to play at all the Danny Wimmer uh, festivals, including Rock on the Range, which I attend just about every year, and the Aftershock Festival in Sacramento, or rock, not Rock on the Range, the Sonic Temple, as it's known, Sonic Temple Festival, as it's known in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, and also the Aftershock Festival in Sacramento. And, um, you know, there was a bunch of festivals that Metallica was going to play two nights at every single one of them, and then... The COVID hit and fucked it all up. So hopefully they're going to continue that next year and come back. 
and play the festivals, which would be awesome. But, uh, yeah, Atlas Rise, I like that one a lot. It's a great song from them. Slash and Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators with Wicked Stone. Some wicked, wicked guitar playing from Slash. Uh, another guitar god in that set. Yeah, I played a whole bunch of them, man. Uh, Joe Satriani from his latest, the title track for Shape Shifting. His latest release from, again, from 2020. Another one that just uh, completely blows my mind. And it's great, too, because on that record, Joe tries, he goes in different directions on that record. It's not just a straight-up guitar you know, shredding album. He goes all over the place. There's even a reggae song that's on there. You know, it's kind of cool. I love watching Joe branch out to different things, and he does everything so well. You know? Again, played the new Steve Lukather, Run to Me after that. Finished up with the Empty Hearts, Remember Days Like These. Hey, Chuck Ben, and on the line with me, I got uh, somebody that I've been a fan of for a very long time, and I think you probably have too. You've known him... Uh, throughout the years, uh, actually the last number of years, as the guitar player in Paul McCartney's band, but just a great musician uh, on his own. And he's on his own. He's got a new thing happening right here and uh, a new record out. And uh, I got Brian Ray. Welcome. Thanks so much, Junkman. How are you doing today? Um, you know, all things considered, doing well. I mean, we're all locked down, but I mean, it's, it is a creative time, and you've been getting very creative and that's a good thing. You know, I cannot think of a better year for rock and roll music than 2020 in the last number. I mean, there's been great music coming out, but it seems to be that everybody has been releasing so much great stuff this year. And this one's definitely on the top of the list, man. It's it's right up there with a lot of the good stuff. But uh, um, yeah, you got a brand new single out, got a new thing, and I love it. Um, tell us a little bit about how, how you got going with this and then you know a little bit more about you know there's going to be a full length release coming out and uh you know just give us a just give a little insight on the particular yeah, song man. yeah sure thank you thank you jump in yeah well i started writing this song my new single is called got a new thing and it's on wicked cool records which oh, yeah. is uh you might know as a record label uh, owned and run by the great stevie van zandt oh yeah soprano's E Street, Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> and Little Hammer fame. And Little but, Steven's uh, Underground a, Garage, man. Come on. Yeah, come <laughs> on. He's just a general, you know, bon vivant. He's uh -huh. just one of those guys. He's a real musicologist. He loves good music, so I was honored when he signed me. And it came time to do a new single. Um, we're, I'm doing two singles a year with him, which means, of course, four songs, because these are vinyl singles, so it's an right. A and a B side. So when it came time to write this, we were in early January. Uh, I was with my girlfriend out in the desert, and we're hearing the news of this weird little virus that was just, you know, started in Wuhan and, and traveled to Europe. And, wow, there's now an infection in the U.S. Anyway, we saw this thing coming, and I thought, well, I'm going to start writing. So I started writing this song. It was a great thing to do, like you were saying, during lockdown. It started with the riff the guitar riff that starts the song. Uh -huh. And then I went into the, the verses and then I rewrote the chorus and then I wrote the lyrics to it. And I just thought, you know, this is the time to write a song that is uh celebrity, you know, that celebrates, um, you know, survivors 
of oppression and coercion and, and abuse. And that's what the song is about. Just a great thought right there, man. And it's such an up-tempo, bouncy song. You just, you got to put a smile on your face when you hear it. I mean, I, the first time I heard it, and it's been that way every time since, it's just, it just, in spite of that kind of a subject, I'm smiling every time I hear this. So just, uh, just know, I love, I love, love the music part of this. It's great. Well, then mission accomplished. I mean, you know, there's a long history of songs with sort of heavier lyric content, but with really sort of bright beats and a happy melody, you know, I mean, Morrissey made a living of it. (laughs) What's funny about, yeah, you know, boy in a coma yeah. while he's singing a sweet major melody, you know? Yeah, well, it's funny. As a drummer, I listen to the music first and the lyrics second. It's just how it is. It's always been that way for me. Yeah, and yeah, so right. when it, when I hear it being a, you know something serious subject, I'm like, wow, okay, well, you know that could that adds obviously a whole different twist to it, but it's great, you know. But uh, again, it's it's very cool. And now you're going to be releasing this strictly as a single, or is this going to be part of a longer um, full length record, perhaps in the, in the future? Yeah, I just got shipped a box of singles so we're selling them from my website which is of course just my name.com brianray.com yep and um we have signed copies and we have non-signed copies and then we have all my previous uh singles as well on vinyl so i i spend a couple of hours signing them and writing notes on them and stuff like that and then i send them to my my associates over in vegas who distribute them lovely lovely friends of mine um, and, uh, you never know junk man. I don't know what's going to come next. I mean, I would love to compile all of my previous singles along with this onto a, onto a long play an LP vinyl and digital release, of course. So we'll see what the future holds, man. You're going to have to stay tuned to find out what's next. Well, as a DJ, I'm really always staying tuned, put it that way. But, uh, yeah, I really look forward to it. I mean, everything you've come out with so far, I've really been a fan. And then, you know, to be honest with you, your day gig, so to speak, is just, you know, that's the ultimate gig. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, we'll have to talk about that in just a minute. But let's uh, let's give people a listen to the brand new one. It's called Got a New Thing. And again, you can find it on Wicked Cool Records or you can uh, go to Brian's website. Go direct. Brian Ray, B-R-I-A-N, Ray, R-A-Y dot com. And uh, check out all the things that he's got going on over there, including this one right here. So we'll be right back with Brian in just a moment. Again, this is brand new from Brian Ray. It's called Got a New Thing. Got a
And we're back, man. I'm telling you, I'm smiling. I'm tapping my toe. <laughs> bopping and bopping my head. You know, everything you're supposed to do with a good rock and roll record, Brian. So, again, oh, well, man, it well done. Oh, man, feel good. It makes it worth it, you know? Well done. I just, you know, it's so cool. Again, wicked cool, obviously, that uh, that you're very approachable about this. You know, it was it was an easy call. Like I said, yeah, I want to interview him, and bam, you know, here we are. And it's uh, it's great. You don't have to go through all these uh, these hoops and whatever it is to uh, to get a hold of you, man. I think it's great. And uh, yeah, again, yeah, that's the way it should a, be. I don't have a team of people that are speaking into their sleeves with hidden microphones yeah, right. and dark sunglasses like the Men in Black. I, I'm pretty accessible. Well, it's funny. My friend, I was talking to him last night. He was playing a. I went to actually an outdoor gig last night, and which was cool to do because it's just been so long. It was the first time that he'd played in a while. And he said he used to work in West L.A. at West L.A. Music. And he said he used to come in there and just hang all the time. He says, man, he's gonna. He's, he's a great guy. You're going to really love talking to him. And uh, so, again, here we are. So. Yeah, I sure did, man. I mean, I, I used to do the guitar store crawl, the music store crawl <laughs> as a kid. I, I put a, you know, a quarter in the bus and just say, you know, go. Yeah. <laughs> I, there were about six shops back then in Santa Monica. Right. And I would spend all Saturday going from the pawn shop to Cunningham music to Bay music. <laughs> and then I'd finally end up my end the day over at ace music because that was the real guitar that was more of the rock and roll vibe yeah now the other shops had keyboards i was fond of keyboards and drums and and all that kind of stuff but you know you you, you ace music was the headliner man i i love that place and i spent so much time there they asked my mom for babysitting fees you know <laughs> i was 13 years old and it, i couldn't get enough of it now I can imagine you you build up quite a collection of guitars. Uh, how many how many are we talking about that they're in the Brian Ray personal collection? I, I really don't even know right now. To be honest with you, I, I've sold uh, a number of them, and, and quietly I buy a few more. Of course, don't tell anyone. Yeah, well, but, uh, yeah nobody's I mean, listening. So I, I probably have about seventy guitars right now, something wow. like that. Wow. Maybe something like that. Now, when you go out on a gig, say with Paul, how many do you bring with you? And do you have a favorite? Like I for bring live about, gigs? yeah, sure. I, I bring about 15 out with me. Um, one of the ones that I play uh, for some of my main solos on songs like uh, Paul McCartney's great song, Let It Go, mm-hmm. is a Rick Nielsen, Gibson Les Paul, uh, Rick Nielsen uh, signature model. And that thing is great. Yeah. Um, and then I play my own signature model, also Gibson, of course. Well, there you go. Love those Gibsons. And yeah. uh, so I'm playing a, an SG, two different SGs, uh, and, uh, you know, a great Taylor 12 string and an old Gretsch from the 50s, and just a bunch of different kinds of guitars. And it also depends. I play quite a bit of bass with Paul, I play sure. stunt bass. I play stunt bass when he's on guitar or keyboards. And uh, for that, I've been using an old Fender bass, which is remarkable. It's just a great old bass. Well, from what I've read, that's kind of how you got the gig in the first place, man. They were somebody that, that could trade, because you know, he obviously wants to trade off between guitar and bass, and you knew how to master them both, and you knew his drummer, and that always helps. <laughs> and things like yeah. that. You've been with him now for how long? Jeez, I think we're at 19 years and coming up in February, a couple of months. Wow, yeah, that says 19, everything right there. 19 years. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's it's more that I say to my friends, it's not a gig. It's a it's a life changing event. You know, it's not a 
gig. A gig is something you do, you know, on Friday night down at the at the club. Yeah. But uh, this has been something else, and it's been very very privileged to to been called back by Paul McCartney. He's been just an amazing guy to work with, amazing yeah. guy to know. Uh, my respect for him has gone up rather than sideways or down. You know, like it's funny when you meet somebody you've always looked up to, you really hope they're kind of how you imagine them. And he's that, he's that kind of guy. Now, did you, is it, it, has he given you a lot of feedback on got a new thing and some of your newer stuff that, uh, that you've done? Does he, does he give you like critical, you know, anything on it? I mean, are you able yeah, to bounce ideas off of him for your own music is what I'm really saying. Yeah. Yeah. He sure has. He's been really generous with feedback and God, he, he'll call you up or call you over to uh, where he's sitting and say, man, I checked out your new album. He said, you know, I love how you rhymed um, uh, drunk and, and, <laughs> and punk. He, he just said, you know, those are just great ideas. And I love the snare sound and the guitars, are, you know, he was very generous with his uh, feedback. That's awesome. Um, and then, uh, yeah, on the new single, it's so new. And he's been working hard on his new album. Yeah, he's got a, br- he's got a new record coming out, too, yeah. Um, McCartney 3, which is all written and recorded by him alone during, lock th- uh, wow. during lockdown. And uh, I think he calls it Rockdown, which is very good. <laughs> Hashtag Rockdown. Sure. And I look forward to hearing that. But yeah, so we haven't really traded music in this last couple of months because I've been busy and he's been busy, but yeah, I will trade soon. This sounds like right up his alley too. I love the fact that you got um, Scott Schreiner on bass from Weezer on this oh, yeah. too. And, and now how did you guys get together? I mean, how did that, has he just been a longtime friend of yours or is he friends with, with Abe uh, Luboreal Jr. who's playing drums on it? Uh, a longtime friend of mine. I've known Scott for about 27, 28 years um we just met through a group of friends and started doing all sorts of stuff we were in a cover band together and Mm -hmm. then he got the the group the uh the gig with weezer and um and i was still kind of you know waiting for something cool to break of course paul did about a year and a half later Mm -hmm. but we just remained really really solid friends and he's a remarkable singer sure and bass player as you know and He's been doing great work in Weezer, and he writes his own music, too. Um, and Abel Boyle Jr., of course, uh, played drums on this new one. But both of them played on my first uh, my first record called Mondo Magneto, mm-hmm. and they both played on my second one as well, uh, This Way Up. Nice. So, you know, they, they've been... They've been orbiting uh, for quite a while. It's such a great combination, man. And you know what? If 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 I dare say, it can be quite beatly. It's just got that 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 sound that just makes you smile. The harmonies are there. The the rock is straight straight ahead, and it's just it's great stuff, man. It's just I, I really. There's so many different things that I could probably say about it, but I'd probably be running out of words. But it's just it's just a great it's a great rock record, man. And I really, really congratulate you. Man, that just makes me really happy to hear. I mean, you know, these days it's a it's a it's a it's a lot to do your recording and to spend all this time doing. People have no idea how much time it takes to uh, to refine these things, to, to write them, to imagine them, 
then to arrange them and then to record them, to release them. It's a great labor of love. And, um, it, and I'm lucky enough to have a, an incredible label and that they play it on the radio and yeah. it's on all the time. You know, it's very, very lucky stuff. Uh, but to hear from one person like you saying all of those nice things you just said really makes it worthwhile. So thanks so much. Well, it's the style of music that I love so much. And this reason why I started junk man radio is because there's so much great rock and pop music that's been coming out in the last couple of years that, you know, radio is almost like a black and white TV right now. And you really have to look for things like podcasts and underground radio stations of which we can go into, you know, like a pirate radio station, kind of like what you, uh, you had a single called pirate radio a couple of years ago. That was, I did that alluded to that, which was awesome. And I played it here. Absolutely. And always back sold it the same way. You know, Hey, this is, this is the way you have to listen to music these days. And, uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of unfortunate. The fact that, that radio kind of, kind of died off from playing rock records, but the fact that we do have again, podcasts and places to go like little Stevens underground garage and, uh, places like that, that you can, put out music like this that people can hear. I just, I think it's a wonderful thing. You know? Yeah. The underground garage is such a great oh. home for so many great artists. You and have it's been like- such a, a, a great pool for me to find artists that I really love that I would have never heard anywhere else. And again, that's pretty much my point of it. You know, the fact is I would have never heard a lot of these things on an FM radio station. Unfortunately, just the way that it is today, it just doesn't have anything to do really with rock in most, in most major areas, especially where we live in the Los Angeles area, you know? So, yeah, it's very true. And, you know, uh, I grew up with a, you know, an embarrassment of riches in yeah. terms of radio. You know, when I talked about, uh, pirate radio that you just mentioned and wrote the song about it, it was because when I was a little kid, I discovered a station that was blasting out of Tijuana yep. called XERB. And they had this really enigmatic, you know, uh, charismatic DJ named Wolfman Jack, my hero, who went on to be very, very famous and yep. ended up, you know, like for many years on Hollywood stars and, uh, yep. Hollywood squares, sorry. And just a great guy. Well, you know, that's what I grew up getting excited, uh, about, you know? And so I wanted to sort of celebrate rock radio. We had, you know, Cam AT and we had, uh, KHJ and KRLA. Yep. We had so Boss many radio, great man. Stations. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you really had it, man. And it's funny. You mentioned Wolfman. That's uh here's a little a little tidbit for you. That uh, he was my hero when I was a kid, when I was growing up on the East Coast. And is one that of the right? one of the reasons I'm junk man is because I was listening to Wolfman when I was a kid and I decided to come up with something different. So there you go. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. You know, I, you know, we, we grew up with those guys like humble heart. Yeah. 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 And all and these, I, uh, all these people that are, that are just, they're not on the air anymore. And it's so, it's so sad for me to know and to see these people dropping like flies that a next generation cannot, you know, can only hear of them or maybe some tapes of them. And things like that, and it's just a, it's it's a very sad thing to me because I love well, you radio. Could stu- yeah, you could still find these guys on YouTube. Actually, yeah. I, I found Wolfman Jack and grabbed yeah. some of those Wolf calls and some of the excerpts that we used in my song Pirate Radio. We snatched from uh, from from YouTube of of you know full length versions of his old shows with yep. commercials and songs. 
And then my label said, we can't put this out. Did you get a release on these things? <laughs> I went, oh, Jesus. No, I didn't. And they said, well, you're going to have to take those out or we can't release it. And I went, okay, hold on. I mean, we were like, you know, weeks away from printing the album and uh, printing the singles and uh, a month away from releasing the single on the radio. So I went, oh, I'm going to have to do something quick. So I found Wolfman Jack's uh, a publicity company. They're right there on Sunset Boulevard in yep, L.A. Yep. Called them up and we made a deal, you know. And so I have it for life worldwide. The use of those little samples of the great Wolfman Jack saying, XERB, you know, like talking. <laughs> All right, baby. Yeah. Uh, call letters, you know. <laughs> when I was a kid, I, w- I would try to be him all the time. You know, that was the thing. I would like, you know, make sure my voice was hoarse enough and try to be the try to be the wolf man. I would pretend to be him when I was a little kid. And, I love it. Uh, it was awesome. You know, it's funny, too. You mentioned him again. Uh, I was told that his family is using a software now where they actually can record a radio show and it would go in his voice. They have recordings of his and there's a software that can recreate his voice now. Oh, oh my God. That yeah. is so awesome. So they can announce newer artists with yeah. his voice. Yeah. And his family his family is in charge of it. You know, uh, I love he's my, he's he, apparently he's, he's a friend of mine's uncle. So he was a friend of mine's uncle, put it that way. And he told Fantastic. me all this inf- information. I said, man, I got to hear this. So, you know, yeah, he's a cool guy. Well, you know what we didn't know is he's an immigrant. He's like, I forget. He's like Armenian or something. Uh-huh. Like that. And, yep. and I just thought, you know, these are all things that you learn later in life. And yep. the rich tapestry of America is really, you know, um, owing much to immigrants from all over the world who have Absolutely. helped build our culture. I mean, what's more American than American graffiti yep. that starred Wolfman Jack, who's an immigrant along with many of the other uh, artists and actors and and uh you know uh and they also alluded to that they alluded to that radio station that you were talking about across the board in that movie american graffiti too you know and then you think about casey case and casey case and from the middle east you know great big radio star you know same kind of thing but uh i just again i love the fact that we can go and we can find that but it's just so sad to me that there's such a new generation that just does not have those radio stars that we did when we were kids you know and, yeah, uh, but they, they, they do find their music now, and they find it on YouTube. They can find those shows on YouTube. And the way I look at it is this, Junk Man. I mean, you and I, yeah, that is sad, but that's also just generational people. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they don't live forever, but their their image and their legacy does live on forever. And aren't we lucky that we were here for the golden era, and we got to hear and experience them? I mean, that's what yeah. I want to focus on is how lucky we are yeah yeah well and lucky how the kids are lucky too because they have so many new avenues to find new music you know if they really are interested in it enough and that's a beautiful thing i would have killed to have you know a computer when i was a kid to find out music that i didn't even know existed that i liked you know and now you know every kid's got a phone and they can hear anything they want to and that's a beautiful thing you know it's a beautiful thing yeah and music is so searchable now and uh, you know, like uh, in Spotify and, and in every sure. other sort of great platform out there, yeah. you can find all this stuff. And if you can't find it there, just hop on over to YouTube. We're, 
they're all there. <laughs> well, this one's definitely there, man, and we really, really like that. And it's great. It's now it's been released on orange vinyl too, which is awesome. Yeah. You know, so that's right. Yeah. You know, orange is the new black, after all, from what they say. <laughs> it, <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. Um, yeah. that's now the flip side, you know, which is another old term, you know, the flip side, the second side of this, you've got a yeah. great song that I like, an old Procol Harum song featuring, uh, you know, which originally featured uh, Robin Trower. We're talking about right. Whiskey Train, and you got Carla Olson from the Textones on it. How did that come about? Yeah, well, Carla, Carla's been uh, an L.A. sort of, uh, is sort of installed here in the music history of LA. Yeah, absolutely. Club scene of the, of the late seventies and through the eighties and nineties and, and present. Um, and uh, she had that great band, as you said, called the text tones. Yep. Well, uh, she's just good rock and girl from Texas and, uh, been a friend of mine for a very long time. Cause I used to play the clubs with a number of bands, including Etta James. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You were with Etta James Etta for James. years. Yeah, for many years. And since everyone loved Etta James, all of these people who had their own careers would come to see us. Uh, I met Carla many years ago and stayed in touch. And her lovely husband, Saul, uh, and Carla reached out to me and asked if I wanted to participate in an album with a sort of a train theme, like an Americana kind of a thing. And I said, well... Uh, yeah, what do you have in mind? And she said, well, let's do a, a duet or something like that. And, and, you know, here's some of the songs that I'm thinking that could work for us. And I said, those are cool. Um, and then I thought, what about Whiskey Train, which is a kind of a deep track, an album track from the great Pro Call Harem, which most people only know from uh, Whiter Shade of Pale, their, right. their giant single um, from 66 or 67. And, uh, yeah, anyway, I became a huge fan of that band, and I used to play this song that I used as a B-side with Carla Olson. I used to play this song in my high school band. <laughs> so did I. Uh, <laughs> did you really? I and did. I just thought it, it was did. this really cool, bitchin', yeah. brutal guitar riff. And it's Robin and Trower a, on guitar, correct? Yeah. You know, this is a song that wasn't a hit at all. But, but it is Robin Trower playing it. guitar on the on the original record, right? Exactly. That's yeah. Robin that wrote it. Yeah. Robin wrote it yeah. along with Keith Reed, Procol Harum's longtime um, one and only lyricist. Wow. It's I remember yeah. I remember finding it because, you know, we were looking for songs to play. And, and of course, we didn't write anything back then. And I, I had this Procol Harum record. And I said, I love this song. And I go, dude, because we were all big Robin Trower fans back then. This is like in the 70s, like late 70s. Yeah. And I said, yeah. let's try this one. This is a cool song. And the guitar player liked it. And we played it. So that was my intro- uh-huh. introduction to that particular song. But, man, you guys have done such a great version of this. And now you got Carla. That was part of a that was part of a whole record of train music you just said. It hasn't come out yet, but it's one of those you know double purpose uh, uh, recordings that we'll probably remix and do a different version for hers, mm-hmm. or it'll be the same version, and that will come out uh, you know sometime in the not too distant future with some other great um, collaborators and contributors to a. An album. I think Dave Alvin is going to be on ah, it. Terrific. A bunch of people. Awesome. 
All people I love, man. Again, yeah. I, I, I've, I used to see the Textones quite a bit when I first moved to L.A., and they were such a great live performance. What was it like being in the studio with Carla? Or did she? Did you guys have to do that one uh, during the lockdown where you know she was in one place and you were in another? It was during lockdown, but we did it um, in a safe manner here in my studio. She came over, and we just stayed distant and masked up. Uh, she recorded her vocal out in the entry room Wow! and I stayed in the studio and we just did our thing and stayed masked. It, it worked out fine. <laughs> That's how it's done these days, man. Just, uh, do it safe. All right. Well, let's, let's give it a spin, man. I'm ready. I love it. I'm just, uh, ready, it. ready to rock out again. This is brand new from Brian Ray and, uh, it's from his new single, um, got a new thing. It's the flip side. It's the old, uh, song, a uh, remake of the song. Uh, from Procol Harum called Whiskey Train and features Carla Olson on the vocals as well. So here it is on Junk Band Radio.
Okay, that was awesome. <laughs> Great song, my friend. Again, it just it, it brings so me back. I love what you guys did with it. You know, it's just it's it's it's. I hate to use that term bouncy again. I sound like some A and R guy from the '60s, but yeah, it bounces, <laughs> it jumps, man. It comes right off the platter and just you know, get your toes tapping, which is supposed to but, do. You know? Give me something bouncy. Yeah, give me give me a bouncy C. That's what I keep thinking about. Yeah, wasn't that well, Martin, you know what, wasn't that Martin Short? Wasn't that Martin Short that did that? Give me a bouncy yeah, C. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's so funny. Well, anyway, I, I appreciate that. You know, to me, this was um, kind of a, a labor of love and an homage to a band that I grew up loving so much. It was weird. I was digging on Procol Harum and Aretha Franklin and Sly Stone. Uh -huh. Those were those were sort of big on my playlist, which were awesome. a strange combination. Uh, plus, of course, Beatles, uh, Jeff Beck. Mm -hmm. With his first album, Truth, you know right. these were all on my playlist at the time, and the Stones, of course. But uh, you know, it's just an homage to a time, and um, just sort of recalling this this fun time of, uh, you know, badass guitar work from Robin Trower. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's awesome. Uh, again, you mentioned Jeff Beck. You did that great version of Ain't Superstitious, which uh, that was uh, just out just a few months back too. That really got my guy. A attention on that one so uh, thank you so much yeah with gia chambodi saying she did a great job tell me about yeah. her I, I, i'm interested in her T uh, tell us her tell us a little bit about gia gia is just tremendously talented a natural talent uh great range sensitivity uh, great intelligence her father was a bass player with a band called clover uh, oh yeah clover oh yeah was a band with uh, john mcphee and uh and Huey Lewis and many other great artists back in the day. Um, and uh, he was a great bass player and she's just been around music her whole life in the same way that I have. And I've always wanted to connect with her and do a project together. We've tried and, and, and this time we finally did it. Man, you nailed it too. Absolutely. I got that same vibe right out of the truth record from, from back. You, you really, really did a spot on cover of that. Well, thanks so much. It, you know, that's another homage and a tribute. You know, that's an album that uh, obviously, if you can't tell, yeah. meant a lot to me and my guitar playing. Sure. But um, so I wanted to capture what he did, what Jeff Beck played. But the other thing was is that, you know, uh, Rod Stewart uh, decided to only do a couple of the verses that were written by the great Willie uh, Dixon. Right. And uh, so... I wanted to deliberately go and find some of the original lyrics that didn't make uh, Jeff Beck's version and sing the same kind of Rod Stewart melodies, but with these old original lyrics. And so we dug around a little bit and went online and we found the original lyrics and fashioned them to work with this song. And it, I think it turned out good. Again, the yeah, absolutely. And then again, the beauty of the Internet these days, you know, think about all those how you would have had to look up those lyrics before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if this was way back when. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's what you yeah. would have to do or dig up yeah. some relative uh, down there in Mississippi or something or Chicago. You know, <laughs> you'd have to yeah. get down there. But, man, it just it's just a great job on that one. You know, and I'm looking, you know, it's so funny. I'm looking on your website again, brianray.com. On some of the back story of your career, man. I mean, you played with with Etta James for like fifteen years, which is you know not everybody could do that. She's she was quite a lady. Um, 
you know. Yeah. She toured forever. And it's funny, too, because I saw you about, I saw her about maybe 15, 20 years ago at a little bar in Long Beach, and I'll bet you you were playing. <laughs> you I probably been, were. Yeah. Um, I see that you were also a member of the Crypt Kickers with uh, Bobby Boris Pickett, <laughs> the yeah, famous for the Monster Mash. You played with Bobby Pickett for a while. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, I mean, that's that's literally where I got my start. You must uh, have been a kid. First, I was a kid. I was 17, and wow. it was my first professional gig, and it led to me uh, meeting a guy named Phil Kaufman, who some of your listeners might recognize from the wildest story in rock and roll history with uh, involving Graham Parsons. Yep. I'll leave that story for now. But anyway, Phil Kaufman was also the, uh, the, the road manager for Eddie James and just, you know, took a chance on me and took me to a rehearsal with Etta where the guitar player couldn't make it. And the rest is history. We went on to be close for 35 years and uh, wow. she was incredibly, incredibly important to me as a person. Um, uh, besides being such an incredible, uh, influence on me and kind of trusting me and believing in me a little, just a little kid from Glendale. Oh man. What a, what a, just the people that you've been involved with, I would have been in awe. I mean, how do you not be in awe of playing guitar with, uh, with, uh, for Etta James? I mean, just being in those audience, she's such a legend, you know? Just yeah, amazing. She, she is. You're right about that, man. That's, you know, I, I have been incredibly privileged and honored and let's say lucky too. <laughs> but you know, what can I say, junk man? <laughs> I wanted to do this since I was a little kid. Yep. And I ended up having the life that I wanted. And that doesn't happen all that often, yeah. but I'm really grateful that it, I got to, you know, have been doing the thing that I wanted to do since I was a little kid. I'm hip to that, man. And me too. You know, I, my dreams came true and with a lot of hard work, but man, I'm telling you musically, I, I, I see all these things that you're done. And again, I didn't even get to mention your other band, the Bayonets, who I love and who I first heard on Little Steven's Underground Garage. What's the latest with that project? Yeah, Are you going to be doing well, something with them again in 2021? Quite possibly. You'll mm. just have to, again, you're just going to have to stay tuned, <laughs> man. I love it, man. I love it. Um, again, the same thing with with my next question would, would go back to, again, with Paul. Is he planning on returning to the stage again sometime? You know, and, I uh, know, I don't know. I mean, there's there's no chance of any touring the way things are right, right now, right? Because of COVID, that's right. just not going to happen. We're not even allowed into Europe still because yeah. of uh, the way we've kind of, uh, you know, mishandled this pandemic over over on uh, our our side of the world. So you know, we'll have to get our ducks in a row before we can even reserve stadiums and arenas. I mean, we're so far away from being able to do that. It's not even funny. So we'll, we'll see just that's, you know, one more time, young man. I, mean, I hate to keep saying this, but what's the key phrase here? <laughs> stay tuned. Exactly. Stay tuned in true radio fashion, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, again, I, I appreciate you uh, uh, speaking with us here. I'm so, so into this, uh, music just keep it coming have you got more music and you know i just keep coming back with more and more and more and then we will play it you have a home here just so okay. you, know, you know i sure appreciate that thanks it's been a real pleasure junk man sure. I, I i thank you for your uh for your call and uh hello to all your listeners thank you so much for the support 
We all need it. And um, have a great rest of your uh, week here. Absolutely. And again, you can find everything you want to know about Brian at brianray.com or uh, other outlets. But yeah, again, the brand new single is called Got a New Thing, and you're going to love it. Again, I just played it. I hope you loved it as much as I do, even just playing it. You know, <laughs> Whiskey Train, the flip side on it featuring Carla Olson. It's awesome. There's more to come with Brian. So hang on the line just for a moment, and we're going uh, to take it out with, uh, how about if we go back and uh, play a little bit of pirate radio here for you if that's all right with you let's do it all right this is again this is brian ray and pirate radio junk band radio (laughs) thanks
How about that? Junkman Radio and Pirate Radio. That's Brian Ray. That uh, was released, I believe, in 2018, 2019. And a great song about uh, the early days of a pirate radio on the radio stations that actually had to broadcast offshore. (laughs) And so here, your uh, favorite rock and roll. But, of course, had a few sound bites of, again, as we talked about Wolfman Jack and a few others. But uh, my thanks to Brian for calling in and talking about his brand new single, Got a New Thing, and the flip side, Whiskey Train, featuring Carla Olson on the vocals. Just great stuff. And again, you can find Brian on social media at Brian Ray Guitar on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, anything like that. Keep an eye out for BrianRay.com. Look for the website. You can find any of his music for sale or any of the other places that find music is being sold. And of course, you can hear him here on Junk Band Radio. Absolutely. Proudly. And you can check out the video just released for Got a New Thing. It's a very cool video. Got a touchy subject matter. Again, about uh, sexual assault victims, but just a great rock and roll song anyhow. But uh, yeah, you can find that in any of the video areas like uh, YouTube and things like that. But a brand new video from Brian Ray as well. Yep. You know, again, you got to you got to deal with all the stuff that we're dealing with with the COVID lockdown and all the rest of the things. If you're listening to this after everything's opened up, well, you know, I hope you're having fun because you never know. Junk Band Radio. People uh, can listen to it at their leisure. Hopefully he's, uh, you know, hopefully you're getting something out of it like I do. You know, all my music I play for you. I love it. It's rock and roll. Speaking of rock and roll, brand new from a great young band, Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, they got a whole lot of press and they keep it up, man. This is something new from them. You're going to love it. Okay. It's called My Way Soon. Brand new from Greta Van Fleet. It's Junk Band Radio.
Rock.com Six Pack
on a death wish closing our eyes It's alright We belong to each other tonight In a world that looks for a fight Got a death wish closing our eyes Don't listen what your girlfriend says She reads those magazines Yeah, baby, Junk Man Radio. That, my friends, is Hailstorm and Love Bites. So do I. <laughs> oh, man, that one will kick your ass, man. You ever get to see that band live, which I hope we all do? Again, I got to go back into the live music thing. That's what it's all about, you know? But uh, go see Hailstorm sometime, man. You will be blown away if you haven't already. They're just, uh, man, it's a quality band. Great group of people. 
fronted by the uh, wonderful Lizzie Hale. They're great. Awesome. Love Bites, so do I. For that, Red Sun Rising, another great band, but apparently they're taking a little break uh, from being together. Last I heard, I'm talking about Red Sun Rising, band out of Ohio, and a great song called Death Wish. Did you like that song? It's got a lot of different tosses, you know, little little turns here and there with that, you know, in terms of the tempo and fun things like that, but uh, great stuff. A cool band. I saw them. I don't know, for the first time a number of years ago at a festival, and I went, wow, where'd these guys come from? Then started my investigation right there. A lot of the music that I play on here on Junkman Radio is bands that have just kind of like, you know, I've been at either at a festival or, you know, seen a band that I like, and the opening act has just blown my mind, you know, and I, uh, I got to give them some props, man. <laughs> that one right there again. Um, those guys, a prime example of that, Red Sun Rising, and they've become pretty big. I mean, they've had some hit singles on rock radio, if there is such a thing. They've done quite well. Another one of those acts as well, too, from Las Vegas, Adelita's Way, preceded them. And that song was called Bad Reputation. Isn't that a great song? That's one of those, I'm getting up, and I'm going on on, on a Saturday night, going to pick up my girl, and we're going to go to wherever all the people are and uh, have some good times kind of song, you know? That's Bad Reputation. Just a cool song. Blackstone Cherry, their brand new one called Again just came out. You heard it here first on Junkman Radio. Nice bunch of fellas from Kentucky. Blackstone Cherry. I played Seether, band out of uh, South Africa. And one of my favorites from them, a song called Rise Above This. Just a Just a great song. You put it in your car, you're driving along, you're listening to that song, and you just feel good, you know? And I started things out with the kids from Michigan. That's right, the Kiska Brothers. And uh, they're called Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, but you knew that, right? <laughs> but a brand new one from them started that set out there with My Way Soon. Brand new from Greta Van Fleet. Nice bunch of guys as well. Great band. And, uh, man, I can't say enough about them. I have to keep stopping myself because, you know what? You already said that about the band before that. Well, that whole set right there were, you know, young bands that I'm totally all about. So I hope you enjoyed them all. Now, as shitty as this year it's been, 2020, there's a new record from ACDC. <laughs> kind of, uh, you know, makes it not so shitty, huh? Yeah. All right, it's going to be awesome, man. It's coming out uh, very soon. The record is called Power Up. This is the first single off it. It's called Shot in the Dark, brand new from ACDC on Junkman Radio. Yeah. 
Junk Man Radio. Oh, man, that was one of the best surprises of 2020. Brand new record from X. That's right. That is the title track for Alphabet Land, their latest. Just a cool record all the way through. Very, very old school sounding X album. And it just, you know what? There was no warning. All of a sudden, bam, there was a brand new X album out. It made me very, very happy. Um, Just that legendary Los Angeles band X. Just I've always been a fan of them. You know what? It's funny. I had this discussion with a friend of mine just the other night. Uh, we were talking about like punk music and things like that. And you know what? And I kind of missed out on a lot of it because I was more into more established bands and things like that when punk was happening. When I moved to California in 1982, I really discovered X. And X was at the forefront of the uh, punk movement in the late 70s in Los Angeles. And there was a lot of eclectic stuff and a lot of stuff I liked, a lot of stuff that I really didn't like. And X was just, it just was so different than everything else. And when I moved out here, they had a hit single called Hungry Wolf and another one called Blue Spark that were playing on Los Angeles radio station KROQ, which I was glued to at that time, 1982, the summer of 1982, because they were, they were playing all this music that I had never, ever heard before. And I was so excited. It was just a very, very happening time. And X, really, I've gotten to just to love their catalog over the years, seen them many, many, many times live, and uh, just really have been all about them. And that record, again, just uh, one of the, another, there's been so many highlights of music in 2020 that it just made me so happy. That was uh, definitely a, a big part of it right there, the Alphabet Land and that. Again, the title track. For that, the Sex Pistols. Talk about punks, man. Pretty vacant <laughs> from Nevermind, the Sex Pistols from 1977. Yeah, that was probably my first real punk rock record, you know, that I knew about anyway, that was called punk, you know. Before it was just garagey, just rock and roll, you know. Motorhead <laughs> kind of crossed the bridge between punk and metal with Ace of Spades, that classic. Buck Cherry before that, and doing a version of Anything, Anything, the old drama-rama hit, but just doing a fine, fine copy of that. And that one's hard to find. So uh, if uh, you got a copy of it, God bless you. It was on a movie soundtrack that was uh, called Road Trip. That's where I found that one. But uh, it's a great version of it. Steve Conti, New York punker he is, and Lady Luck before that. And I started this set out with ACDC, Shot in the Dark, their brand new one. Yep, from Power Up. That's going to be their new album. It's coming out uh, any day now. So be prepared. New ACDC? Boy, that's not going to (laughs) suck. I love it. All right, I'm Junkman. And, uh, you know, it's, it's great. We get to do so many fun things down here at Junkman Radio. Uh, and, um, one of the things that I like to do is salute the sponsors, and one of our sponsors is a great website called VintageRock.com, and VintageRock.com is a website where you can find anything vintage and rock, I like to say. Pretty much sums it up. All about the rock, classic rock, punk rock, all kinds of rock. Um, there's articles, there's giveaways, there's news stories, there's all kinds of things about every, you know, all that entails vintage rock, so... That, that'll tell you. You'll hear a lot of their the, the classic artists first. 
You know, when they come out with something new, um, there's all kinds of information about, you know, like there's unreleased tracks and fun things like that. So they supply a lot of music for me here at Junkman Radio, and uh, I like to salute them with what I call the VintageRock.com six-pack, six songs of a particular artist or a genre. And today I've decided to uh, something uh, bring a band that, you know, it's funny. Old schoolers hated them. New schoolers loved them. And I love because they kind of, again, bridge the gap between new and old. Uh, this is a band that um, put out quite a few records, became very big, and then the two brothers that led the band just can't stand each other, and they decided to go their separate ways. I'm talking about Oasis. So I'm going to play six songs from Oasis, a VintageRock.com six-pack. So, uh, hey, if you got a six-pack with you, open it up, man, because you're getting six songs in a row from Oasis. It's Junk Band Radio. Started out with Rock and Roll Star.
See you. 
Junkman Radio. That's right, guys. Wrapping up a VintageRock.com six-pack. My thanks to VintageRock.com for supplying music for us here at Junkman Radio. And uh, again, that was Oasis. Six songs from the British band Oasis. Started out with Rock and Roll Star. I think that was from their first record. Another one that I love by them called A Bell Will Ring. Doesn't that one just get you fired up, man? It's an awesome song. Some might say, followed that. That was a hit for, God, you know, way back in the day. I believe in the 90s. Supersonic, another one that was uh, a real biggie for them. Got a lot of record radio airplay when uh, radio was playing a lot of rock music, you know? Um... I played Champagne Supernova, which was huge. Man, that's like a seven and a half minute song, too. A lot going on in that particular number. And I also played uh, 
I'm Out of Time, which is a personal favorite of mine. I just, I love that song. It's just, it's very Beatlesque, as are a lot of their stuff. You know, they got compared, the press compared them mercilessly to the Beatles, kind of like what they do to Greta Van Fleet with Led Zeppelin, you know, and it's got a lot of the same kind of melodies and chord changes and things like that. And, uh, you know, the fact they're British. So, you know, people like to do that, they like to compartmentalize bands and genres and things like that but you know to me rock is rock there's a lot of good rock there's some shitty rock you know so we play rock here preferably the good stuff you know (laughs) at least what i think is anyway that's that's the main thing right so i hope you're enjoying that but uh, yeah i really enjoyed that set i hope you did too but again uh vintage rock.com six pack with oasis and still, the two brothers are, are just, you know, not on speaking terms. They're just, they hate each other. <laughs> Which is when a big uh, tragedy in rock and roll, because you know what? We could have had a whole lot more music coming out of those guys collaborating. Because when they did, when they were able to get in the studio, they put out some great music. A lot of it. So, you know, anyway. Yikes. <laughs> the Gallagher brothers. Oh, man. Well, let's get into something else new. How's that sound, huh? I'm uh, particularly, particularly fond of this record that came out. I had uh, this gentleman. I've been a fan of his for a long time. His name is Roger Joseph Manning Jr. I've loved his music forever, and he's got a great new record out called Glamping. I I wish you guys would get it because this is one of my favorite tracks off of that, and it's called Funhouse. Crank it up from Roger Joseph Manning Jr., Funhouse on Junkman Radio. Step right up, my kiddies, don't be late. And with your parents gone, you're free to come of age. Switch and watch your open wide Not like your daughter's up 
Junkman Radio. That, my friends, is brand new from Echo Bats. Echo Bats. Tony Hornell on the vocals. Joel Hoekstra on guitar. James Lomenzo on the bass. And Matt Starr on the drums. Isn't that a great fun song? I love it, man. Save me from loving you from the Echo Bats. Oh, yeah. For that brand new one from Roger Joseph Manning Jr. Yep, you remember him from the band Jellyfish and... He's also in Licorice Quartet, and that is new from him from his glamping EP. It's called Funhouse. Hope you dug it. Hope you dug the show, because I'm just about out of here, me being junk man and all. My thanks to our friends here at OC Sound Studios in Anaheim, California, for uh, you know letting us use the joint to <laughs> produce you another fine episode of Junk Man Radio. Time for me to get on out of here. I am going to leave you with something brand new from Dead Daisies. That's right. They got a new record. It's been delayed a little bit, you know. They kind of want to get it, and I'm really hoping to see them tour, you know, behind this sometime in 2021. Uh, this one's called Bustle and Flow, brand new from Dead Daisies. I'll see you next time. I'm Junkman. Adios, amigos.
who's that cool dude coming through that door? It's not the latest, man. It's not Superman. It's John Man. Jump. 